three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Humble host Hunter here. Hope you're all having a great uh, weekend or start to your week. Got a review here for <laughs> for Peter Rabbit to the Runaway, which is directed once again by Will Gluck. He was also one of the writers and a producer uh, on the film. Will Gluck, you know from a couple things, and it's really quite fascinating because he's a guy that looking through his filmography, I went. You know, I would actually weirdly expect better from you. (laughs) He did a movie called Fired Up back in uh, 2009. I think it's a pretty underrated uh, comedy. It's not something that's going to, you know, knock your socks off. But it's a pretty fun, inoffensive comedy. But then he goes ahead and is a director and producer on Easy A the following year. Then he does Friends with Benefits with Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis, which I think is pretty good. He did direct and was a screenwriter on the Anna remake, which was not good. But then he goes ahead and does uh, About Last Night, which I believe I saw. But, uh, oh, that's one with Kevin Hart. And that actually wasn't bad. So all that to say, it's not like the guy is devoid of talent. And while I didn't review the first Peter Rabbit film, I wasn't crazy about it. It's actually a much darker kids film than I think most parents will realize. But this second film, it's just it's just not good. And that's really my biggest issue with it. I was I was never offended or angry at it, but it's just dumb. So the plot as it is is Peter, voiced by James Corden. And again, I'll be the first to admit a large part of this just comes from the fact I don't like James Corden. I just don't think he's really good in most stuff he does. I understand that he's a, I think he's a pretty talented singer uh, as far as kind of doing, you know, musicals and stuff like that. Uh, Not the prom, but he's not, he can be good in stuff. I just, most films and stuff I see him in, I'm just not crazy about him. Even in Ocean's 8 when he popped up, I just went, oh, God damn it. That really sucks. But I digress. He voices Peter Rabbit here, and I will give the movie credit on one front. The film is really, this is the most, this is kind of like Twilight's uh, third film, Eclipse, where there's that joke of, you know, Jacob going, telling Edward, you know, I'm hotter than you, and, you know, the the movie being very self-aware. This movie is self-aware, so I have to give it that. Uh, But Corden voicing Peter Rabbit, he you know, of course, is the head of his group of other rabbits, which includes Mopsy, who's voiced by uh, Elizabeth uh, Debicki, uh, Flopsy, of course, who's voiced by Margot Robbie, which I will be the first, I'll be the first to admit, anytime Flopsy talked, I just really didn't hear Margot Robbie's voice, so, I mean, credit, I guess, to her for being able to hide the accent and just not sound like herself, and then I want to say the other, uh, Cottontail, I believe, is um daisy ridley still uh she was uh, a cottontail uh, oh no it's amy uh, horn uh in this one but i digress so peter is still missing his parents 
B, voiced by uh, played by Rose Byrne. He gets married to young Mr. McGregor, who's played by here by uh, Domhnall Gleeson. And I will say, I really enjoyed him in this. Even in the first film, he really is the one thing about the movie I actually like because not only because he is the only person who's really calling Peter out for being an asshole, but uh, but I really just like him as an actor. I think his he's very good at physical comedy. And, there, and yes, there is some bad CG with him as far as doing the physical comedy. But the physical comedy that comedy that is just him, I actually really like uh, like liked it. And he's very good at playing awkward, which I really appreciate. But but him and B get married, and so Peter gets jealous, and so he's kind of looking for his spot in the world. So he goes ahead and basically gets uh, seduced by this new rabbit. Uh, I, I, I can't think of the rabbit's name. It doesn't really matter. But he gets seduced by this new rabbit who basically tells him, oh, hey, I knew your dad, and your dad wouldn't want you, you know, living on this on this farm he'd want you he'd want you and I working together and the thing I will say about this plot that made me laugh really hard I went and saw this on Thursday night which already <laughs> going in the theater I'm going god I'm seeing Peter Rabbit by my fucking self but there is this family uh or this uh, son and uh, uh the son and uh, his dad who were in the row in front of me and there's a point where Peter helps this new crew of, you know, misfit animals go ahead and commit this, this heist. And the son asks his dad, he's like, dad, why would, uh, why would Peter do that? And the dad goes, well, son, uh, you know, this new head of this group of animals says that he knows Peter's dad knew or knew Peter's dad. And the son gets quiet again and goes, well, Peter knows his dad was good. Right. And the parent the, the, the dad goes, yeah, he, he knew he was good. And the kid gets quiet again and goes, so why would he steal when he knows his dad wouldn't like it? And this kid couldn't have been older than nine years old. So if this nine-year-old can go, hmm, why is Peter such an asshole? <laughs> then maybe the people who are writing the script should have because, God damn it, this just, this isn't good. And I know I normally go longer on reviews, but to be honest, I don't really even have a lot of notes here. The quote character growth that Peter went through in the first film is pretty much negated here from Jump. This is more akin to one of those Alvin the Chipmunk uh, live action movies. It's really quite frustrating at points. And the thing, so again, I haven't read a Peter Rabbit book, oh God, in like, uh, let's see. Uh, I'll be nice and say at least 20 years, I'll say. But what I, like, Mr. McGregor was always an asshole. But in these movies, he's actually more sympathetic than anything because he's the one that goes, hey, you know, maybe this rabbit shouldn't just be an asshole all the time. B, maybe you shouldn't let him do whatever the fuck he wants and go, oh, he's a kid. There's this point where... <laughs> Where Mr. McGregor even kind of looks at B and goes, look, like Peter did this bad thing. She goes, well, you're being hard on him. And he goes, no, he like destroyed this thing. Like why? Like he can't just call him, uh, you know, saying he's being uh, mischievous, you know, tell him that he's being a piece of shit. Like that's okay. And B 
B never wants to B never wants to go ahead and actually discipline Peter, which is something that has always bothered me, at least in the, in, in the context of these films, because they're trying to make Mr. McGregor feel so like he's so wrong. Like, oh, you're being such a like you're being such a buzzkill, man. It's like, no, Peter's a fucking prick and no one ever checks him. Even the group, you know, Flopsy, Mopsy and Cottontail. While they, you know, do go like, hey, Peter, you shouldn't have done this or shouldn't be saying this. No one ever really stands up to him. So why? So, yeah, Mr. Gregor should be that person. There's a point where he's talking to Peter. By the way, speaking of talking, something that made me laugh because this just shows there's no consistency in this fucking world. So when B and Mr. McGregor get married, uh, Flopsy, Mopsy and Cottontail they're hopping, I almost said walking, <laughs> hopping down the aisle, and they're, hand, and they're throwing out rose petals, right? Later on in the film, B thinks she hears Peter talk, which of course, you know, he is, and goes, wait, were you talking? And I went, oh, so the rabbit's talking fucking flowers, that's okay, <laughs> but the concept that a rabbit can talk, that's where you go, oh, no, that couldn't be a thing. It, especially after the first film, when Peter blows up her house and blows up their house come on b like you can't be the stupid and but there's just things like that in the film where i go all right this just doesn't make any sense like there's no consistency in this world there is uh, a new character uh nigel uh nigel basile jones who played by uh, david uh oleo um you know him of course from selma uh, that's something that immediately comes to mind. Uh, Queen of uh, Cotway, which was that Disney film that was really good. And A Most Violent Year, to name a couple things. He's absolutely incredible. And he's actually the one character outside of Mr. McGregor I really liked in this. Because Mr. McGregor kind of has this man crush on him. And there's even this point where Nigel talks about how he's a boxer. And Mr. McGregor goes, oh, I box. And he goes, oh, oh, really? So, of course, that comes around later where they end up boxing each other, but Nigel is this uh, publisher, the head of this publishing group, who wants to go ahead and publish uh, B's books, and so he starts going, you know, oh, these are so cute and timely and country, but, you know, why don't we have Peter go into space and fight aliens and shit like that, and it's quite funny, and he's really good at just being just enough of a dick to get in B's head, but also being so charming that you go, well, maybe I should listen to you. And that subplot actually made me laugh uh, every so often. But the whole thing with Peter and, oh, is he, you know, he's being manipulated by this guy who says he knew his dad. Did I care? No, because Peter, Peter was a piece of shit before he met this guy. <laughs> like, Peter acts like, there's a, a force to point where Peter goes, you lied to me, how could you? And I went, you wanted to be terrible, it's not on this guy. You're just easily manipulated. So maybe stop being such a dick. But I've already spent more time talking about this film than I want to. Uh, this is the shortest review I think I've done all year <laughs> because I just, I didn't care. I I'm going to be real with y'all. And I wasn't on my phone or doing anything. I watched the movie at Ernest on Thursday night. And just the more I sat there, I went, wow, I, I kind of just don't like most of this and even the kids who i saw the movie with 
theater was, had about three people in it. The kids weren't laughing. They weren't chuckling. The kids just sat there kind of quiet, which is that really what you want in a kid's film? So it feels like this is just, you know, bleh. It just is what it is. It's not a good film. So I I didn't officially review the first one. I did hate the sec. I did hate the first one more, and I hate this one because of Mr. McGregor and uh, and then Nigel. But the the way they play uh, B, who's supposed to be Beatrice Potter, obviously, the way they portray her with Rose Byrne, she's just she's so dumb. It's really quite frustrating. This woman who's writing these incredible books that are finding an audience, and she's just so naive in how much of a douchebag Peter is. And it's it's really just a giant blind spot that even by the end of the film, I went, all right, so you're just going to accept that this doesn't... All right, whatever. Uh, uh, I'm going to give this a... Uh, I'm going to give this a C. And I'll be honest, that's probably being way too nice, but this it's average. I just left the theater and went, I won't remember this in a week. And I'll be honest, good. It is like just a hair over 90 minutes. So that's one compliment I can't give it. At least the shit wasn't two hours. So there's that. But yeah, really waste my time and something I'll shockingly never watch again. Watch Pingles in Madagascar. That's way better. Uh, Yeah, don't watch this, but... Everyone, uh, Peter Rabbit 2 The Runaway, have you seen it? What'd you think? You can let us know in the comments below. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Tune Up to name a couple spots at The Real Pineapple, and don't forget to go on Facebook and like both our pages, at The Real Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. Uh, I'm going to be streaming here soon on Twitch. I don't know if I'm going to be gaming, if I'm going to be talking films, but I will let all of you know. Really excited to get on Twitch here soon. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up here soon for, uh, for In the Heights, which I'm really excited to watch. I have a review up for that. I might do a special review for Father's Day. I haven't really decided that, but leading up to uh, Fast 9, we'll start having reviews dropping here for all the Fast and Furious films uh, leading up to that, which I'm really excited about. And I'll have my thoughts on the first two episodes of Loki after this uh, Wednesday's episode. We'll be a third of the way through the season, so I'll share my thoughts and a couple of uh, theories, but really excited to talk about that as well. But thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Take care of each other, wear a mask, get your COVID shot, and we'll talk to you soon.